It was awesome. It's actually all that I wanted, like for my business, like you know, like that's the day you you dream of, you know, like yeah, you know, followers one by one, all these likes and everything like that, like it went viral. And um, yeah, that same week, <laughs> my Instagram got shut down. It got deactivated because you're listening to the Gangstar Creative Podcast, where we talk and share real strategies, real tactics, and real stories from me and my badass guests to help Gangstar creatives and artists like you thrive in both your business and life. And I'm your host, Ivana. I'm an artist, creative entrepreneur, speaker, and best-selling author. Are you ready to annihilate the status quo of the starving artist? If so, let's get it! What's up, Gangstars? It's your girl, Devana, and I'm just hoping that you had a wonderful weekend and amazing Mother's Day. I'm super pumped for this week's Gangstar Creative interview because I have Belena Yeseyeva, and she is the founder of Champagne Pursue. She's an artist, designer of custom liqueur bottles, aka glam bottles, and these bottles have been spotted with major celebrities like Kylie Jenner, Mariah Carey, Lil Pump, Jennifer Lopez, and many, many more. In this episode, we talk about her transition between different creative careers and finally finding her passion for decorating these beautiful glam bottles. We discuss how she was able to create such a high-profile clientele of high-level celebrities and influencers, and we even discuss how the highest of high of working with Kylie Jenner became the lowest of lows in her career. Um, how she was able to pivot and make a comeback. So this episode is super juicy. Um, So we're just going to go ahead and dive in. All right, Gangstars, I'm super excited for our guest today. Milena, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Devana. Hi, Gangstars. (laughs) (laughs) We always start off by um, having you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Who is Milena? Take us on a journey of where you started Mm -hmm. and where you are today. Okay. Um, well, I am, I guess you, you can call a champagne artist or any liquor bottle artist. Um, I designed custom bottles for special occasions such as like weddings and anniversaries, birthday parties. Um, if you want to hear how I started, it's actually a funny story. My friend was getting married and she was having a bridal shower and she just asked me to, because I was so artistic, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, she just asked me to make her a bottle for to match her Chanel theme bridal shower, and then I did that, and um, I, she, we got so much feedback. Everybody loved it and was taking pictures with it at the party. So um, she asked me again to do another one for her wedding, and it was another hit. And after that hit, everybody was just telling me like, "Why don't you make this into a business?" You know, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." Actually, I was thinking about it that week also. So, oh wow. Yeah, that's how it started. That's awesome. So Yeah, in 2015. 2015, so five years strong you've been doing yeah. business. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and w- so starting out, were you always like a creative person? Did you always do like type, sort of like crafty things? Like how did you oh. even get into like the creative field of, you know, decorating these glam bottles were you and I think I read that you were a fashion designer or jewelry designer beforehand yeah I think I was like born an artist you know I've been doing it my whole life when I was a kid I was always like into crafts making paper dolls you know with like designing clothes for them and now I'm actually having my niece do that too 
she's having fun. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, and um, I went to fashion design school, FITM, because I wanted to be a fashion designer first. And then I, I actually didn't know how to sew. <laughs> so, um, but I loved, you know, sketching the designs. And like, so my mom would actually do my sewing homework for me. <laughs> Oh wow! That's how that's how I graduated cheated, school. You know, <laughs> I know I did cheat a little bit. You know, so maybe that's why I didn't end up being a fashion designer. <laughs> but I tried. Oh man, yeah. that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, so I was that for a while. Actually, like most of my life, that's what I wanted to do is go into fashion design. But then, so after I graduated um, school, I worked for, I interned for um, Nikki Hilton and her company. Oh, wow. And yeah, and then you know, people I mean, they just kept asking me to sew stuff, so I'm like, dude, I really don't know how to do it, <laughs> you know. So I'm like, okay, this is gonna be too hard. I can't keep telling everybody I know how to sew, but I really don't. And you, ha- you had to at that time in the industry, you had to know how to sew and you know, have my mommy do my homework all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so when you, you know? had this internship and they wanted you to sew, what did you do? Yeah, because, you know, like, you fib a little bit in the beginning, like, oh, yeah, I know how to do this, and I know how to do that, obviously, you know, I just Mm -hmm. always thought there's going to be people for that, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, I guess I was that person, (laughs) I was the person for that, so, yeah, no, I couldn't, I couldn't do the sewing, I didn't like it, and then just, like, later on, it just, you know, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore, (laughs) so then I became a jewelry designer, and that was really fun, actually. What kind of jewelry did you create? Do you remember a time, like, years back, there was, like, a big trend of basketball wife hoop earrings? Yeah. <laughs> you remember with, like, all I those balls so. on the hoop? Oh, it was, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The, yeah. Maybe 10 years ago. Or not even 10. Like, seven. I'm, I'm not sure. But, yeah, around that time. Yeah, so, had, like, the beads and stuff, right? Yeah, and, all like, the beads all the and stuff. Gold and, yeah, absolutely, I remember that. Yeah, you do? Oh, did you wear uh-huh. any? I wanted some. Really? <laughs> I, I had like the the cheaper version of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still see some people wearing it. It's cool. Yeah. Um. So I started doing that at home, and then I started selling on Etsy. Oh. And Etsy is just like an amazing platform, like amazing for artists. But I, I feel like it's better than eBay. Better. I don't know. That's how. I, that's how I really started with the jewelry, and uh, it was selling so much. I actually ended up getting a kiosk at the mall where I lived, you know, and it was there mm-hmm. for a little while. And yeah. Wow. That's what I did. That's what so I did until I became the, the champagne designer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So how was that transition from having your like jewelry business and, you know, having the uh, kiosk uh, and all of that and transitioning into your champagne business? And it's, it's champagne bisou, right? Is that how you say it? It's actually champagne bisou. Bizu. Okay. Yeah, so it's like B and zoo. Ah. It's French. It means kiss. So champagne oh, kiss. Yeah. Ah. So how was that transition? What did, did you have like a plan? Did you were just like, oh, okay, like I'm just gonna do this now? Did you like fall out of love of jewelry designing? Like what did that actual did. transition look like? Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't like right away. It it was like years later that maybe like five years later that I started doing the bottles. So I was contemplating on what to do for a while after jewelry. But you know, like, I feel like, I don't know if every artist is like this, but me personally, I get tired of stuff, 
you know, mm -hmm. all, are you like that too? Or um, sometimes, but I feel no. like I've found like my creative niches that I do love doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I feel that I found with Champagne Bisou. You know, I think that's it. Like I found it, I'm going to stick with it. And mm -hmm. there's nothing else for me. You know, this is my passion. Like I always pray, like, please let me find my passion. You know, I always thought it was jewelry. I always thought it was designing clothes, you know, and I was good at all of mm -hmm. those because I'm artistic, you know? So, but you know, after a while, it just, I'm like, oh, okay, I need something else now. <laughs> so I hope you, this doesn't happen with this but I really doubt it like I feel like I found my baby like this is my aw, baby <laughs> yeah. I love that yeah. yeah so when you when you um left the jewelry business did you have like a plan in place like okay I'm gonna like keep my jewelry business until I make no. like a certain amount of money from the champagne business or you're just like oh my friends are like hiring me to create these bottles like I'm just gonna close down shop and like just pursue this yeah, no, when, so when I closed down the shop for the jewelry, I wasn't making bottles. It was like way later that I was doing that. So I had oh. no plan. No, I didn't have anything planned. I, the only thing I said, to myself, I'm tired of this. Okay. I'm going to think of something else, but I don't have a plan. <laughs> oh man. So what did That's you do pretty, in yeah. that time then? Um, yeah, I think I partied. <laughs> <laughs> that was my time to party. <laughs> So, find you know, yourself went, let loose yeah find myself you know like <laughs> so yeah I did that and then um I got serious after that <laughs> I'm like okay enough <laughs> of this too <laughs> let me get serious now because I'm 37 I'm like so when um when I first started champagne champagne bisou I was 32 so I'm like okay mm. I'm 32 I need to get serious now <laughs> like now gotcha. barely at 32 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I mean, the 20s, I feel like, is such a time in our lives where we're, like, exploring who we are and figuring things out. And, I mean, I'm 29, so I reached, I, I turned 30 in December, but oh, I can awesome. already you know, feel. You know, the best, it's the best, yeah. Yeah, that's what I hear. Um, yeah. And so, like, you know, I know there's chapters to your life, and even just yeah. from being 25 to now, like I already feel like that growth and maturity and change. So I totally get that. And I think, you know, some people might think taking that break or, you know, going to party, like, wow, I can't believe she did that. Like how reckless or whatever. But then also on the flip mm -hmm. side, it's just like, sometimes if you've been working so hard or like hustling for so much of your life or doing so much mm -hmm. for other people, you have to take that time to really focus on yourself, have fun, like just kind of yeah. let loose. Um, and of course, bad things can happen with that. But I feel like there's always like a smart way that you, you can still be smart yeah. and have fun and wall out and do your thing and kind of get that out of your system. Um, so that's you know, cool like, that I feel like I started with the partying a little late because, uh, you know, like my family is like a little bit strict, you know, we're Armenian mm -hmm. and, you know, the girls like they have to be home and, you know, you have to get married mm -hmm. really young, like in, like in your early 20s, you know, yeah. and, you know. I started late because I was working and I couldn't really go out, you know, or I would get in trouble if I would go out, you know? So as I got mm -hmm. older, you know, my parents, they, they didn't tell me what to do anymore, you know? So that's when I, that's why I started like partying so late, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, it wasn't for a long time. So <laughs> <laughs> it was like that, that rate, that late, like teenage rebellion, almost like, huh, yeah, like yeah, I'm, yeah, old, I'm older now. Late. You can't do anything. Uh -huh. <laughs> I know. Right. I'm like, let me live a little bit. <laughs> And then so, I'll get to work, I promise. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, okay, you, so you, um, 
you tried to do the fashion thing, then you transitioned into the jewelry and that was doing well. Then you kind of took a break and then you discovered, you know, a whole new business of creating these glam bottles with champagne bazoo. So what was that like in the beginning of your business? Was it, you had like few friends that hired you to do stuff for their um, private parties. So mm-hmm. after that, was it just kind of word of mouth and people coming to you asking you to decorate, you know, all these different liquor bottles or was it hard at first trying to get those clientele in the beginning? You know what? No, I can't even say that it was hard because I feel like when I started, I mean, I wasn't the first to do this, obviously. Um, but I feel like when I started, um, it was mostly people were mostly doing it for like only weddings you know, mm. blingy champagne bottles. I mean, well, like, what else can you like really do it for, you know? But um, mm-hmm. when I started, I started um, doing different designs. Like I was inspired by a lot of things like nails and shoes and like Louboutins and like, you know, so yeah. I always in- incorporate that into my designs. And like, I started doing uh, mini bottles. They're like party favors, you know, they're so yeah, fun. Yeah. I can put your logo on it, anything, pretty much. Anything yeah. you think of, I can do it. Yeah. So that was something different that people saw and they just started following me. And actually when I started the page, when I started my page, not necessarily the business, because I didn't really think it was going to be like a business, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't think I can go that far with it. I just like, oh, okay, yeah, let me, let me start a page and you know, whoever orders it. Okay, cool. If not, I'll just do it for my friends, you know, and just post my pictures. But yeah. no, it's like a lot of celebrities started noticing it and influencers. And I I actually started doing things for free in the beginning, you know, like mm. if, uh, yeah, and if, if an influencer told me, oh my God, it's such a cute bottle, I would automatically like just say like, oh my God, can I please send you one? Like, I would love to work with you. And at, at that time, it was so easy to do that, you know, yeah. they would just, they would love it and they would post it and it's a little bit harder now. So, but it was, it was really fun in the beginning when (laughs) they would all post and talk about it and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So that, so one of my questions is going to be like, you know, how did you find your in with like these influencers and celebrities? So it was mostly just your Instagram page and then people sharing it. And then as you would offer free glammed up bottles for these people. Um, yeah and then they would share it did you ask them to share it like an exchange for doing it for free or did they just automatically do it because they loved it you know what I I get kind of shy asking that um Mm. at first I didn't really have to ask they would just do it so I'm like oh good you know I don't have to like ask (laughs) and make the conversation uncomfortable like nowadays not only do you have to ask you have to make like a little contract and, you know, mm-hmm. okay, you're posting, please tag me, please post it on your feed, not your stories, this, you know? Yeah. On this day, on this time, like, I mean, I still don't do it, but they, I, everybody tells me I have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's like, it's not friendly to me to do, to, <laughs> to do that. <laughs> but, uh. and actually, you know, my first um, influencer was Shayla Mitchell. Do you know Shayla? Yeah, like yeah. Shay Mitchell, like yeah. the, from Pretty Little Liars. No, no, no. She, oh, Shayla from. Oh um, no, she's an influencer for like Maybelline. I mean, ColourPop, like oh, so oh many good okay, I've probably she seen has, like, her stuff then. Yeah, yeah, she has like millions of followers. So, um, cool. yeah, there's this. There was this other girl. Um, she's like. Um, uh, an Armenian influencer. Her name is Susie Sagoyan. She owns Iceling Jewelry. And mm. um, she, Shayla was actually her client. And 
um, Susie wanted to make her like give her a nice gift. So I guess she saw my bottles and she liked it. So um, I worked with her and whatever her thoughts were, I tried to incorporate that in the bottle and she sent it to Shayla and Shayla had really loved it. So, and then I, I believe then Shayla, either I, I DM'd Shayla or she, she DM'd me after saying she really loved it. And then her birthday was coming up. So I ended up doing her whole party and everybody just loved it. And from there on, I started working with Maybelline and all these other makeup brands because, you know, they, they see her posting it. Mm-hmm. And the brands like love working with influencers. So they see what the influencer likes and they send them more of it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, that's about how, you know, the word got out from Sheila and Susie. Thanks to them. It just kind of rippled effect from her. It's really cool. Yeah. How did you, um, how did you get to work with the Kardashians? Oh, the Kardashians. Okay. Um, So I actually worked with, Robin China, like before mm-hmm. the famous Kylie bottle for her birthday. Um, yeah, so how did I work with? Uh, let me think. Hold on. I actually <laughs> don't, don't. It was their baby shower, and it was like a special on E. So I did. I did the bottles for that. Yeah. No, somebody messaged me about it. I'm sorry, I don't remember exactly, but somebody messaged me about it, asking if I wanted to do Black China's baby shower, and I said, oh, of course. You know, and it was such a big event, mm-hmm. so we did that. And then, um, and was that partnered? So was that through them directly or their team, or is that through the e network? Because it was no, it was through Black China's team. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then um, Kylie's. Uh, when I did Kylie's twenty first birthday bottle, it was through. Um, it was a present from her sister, Chloe. Ah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That was like the best day of my life. Oh, <laughs> I know. What 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 made it the best day of your life? Just because it was from such a high level clientele, or what's was it something more specific about that project? Yeah, so that's one of them. That wasn't the most important thing, but yeah, that's one of them. Obviously, it's Kylie Jenner. She's like the most famous <laughs> girl right yeah. now, or she was <laughs> even at that time, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, but what it was was actually that. I always knew that I was going to make her bottle. Like I always had that in my head. That was like a goal of mine, you know, like oh, I told yeah. myself, I'm going to make Kylie a bottle, not for her 21st birthday or anything. That was just like, that was a plus, but just eventually I'm going to do one for the Kardashians. And especially I want to do one for Kylie Jenner. And mm-hmm. I guess I just thought about it and I manifested it and it happened. I love that. Just kind yeah. of putting that out into the universe. And yeah. obviously you were hustling and working and making the connections and building your network right. that led to that yeah. coming true for you. Right. What would you and say you know, are, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. And, um, you know, like since I had that thought in my head, like, oh, hey, I'm going to make Kylie a bottle one day. I mm-hmm. always like took my opportunities of where I thought Kylie might see it. So like, let's say, um, if her friend had a party and somehow like, you know, I hear somebody talking about it, I can, I can tell them, Hey, I'll I'll give you a free bottle. Can you give it to the friend or, you know, they don't have to post anything. Just, I want it just to be in, I I just want Kylie to see it or glance at it or even like, you know, just like, Oh, maybe she'll ask about it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I always took like opportunities where somebody knew Kylie or the Kardashians or, 
you know, anybody close, even makeup artists and things like that. Where they so like within their circle, like, so yeah. like, whether it's Kylie or somebody listening right now, like they have like their dream client, like yeah. it's kind of taking the advice of tapping into their almost immediate circle of people mm-hmm. or, you know, get yeah. closer to their network and then, yeah. you know, putting your products or your service in front of those people, because yeah. then your dream client will be more likely to see your product or service. And then you'll have yeah. a bigger chance of working with them directly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, and if they all know about it and, and she asks someone like, Hey, what's that? You know, they'll be like, Oh yeah, this is champagne bisou. Like, you know, like they'll already mm-hmm. know, like they should all have one, <laughs> but yeah. And you know, they can, like, you can email them. If, they probably won't respond or maybe their team will, but you know, when they're like such a big celebrity, you're not mm-hmm. really going to get a response back. You're just, you know, cause they get paid like millions of dollars for promoting <laughs> something. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, it's worth a try. Find out their address, you know, send them your product. Like, you know, I mean, what can you lose? Yeah. That's so yeah. true. Stupid. Yeah, even if they don't answer, just do it, do it. Find a way to get it to them. Yeah, I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. What would you say are like the three keys to success when working with very high profile clients, like the ones that you serve? Ooh, okay. Three. Okay. Make sure everything is on time. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, hmm. um, maybe wow them to the point where like they thought they were getting something but they're going to get something even better like make their experience amazing Mm -hmm. somehow you know if you can yeah Um, like when I did the bottle for her like they wanted a certain look a certain bottle a certain color right so Mm -hmm. I did that and but like oh my packaging was like so sick like I blinked out like yeah like I know they weren't expecting that but like I blinked out the whole package you know like it's gonna it's gonna be an experience for them from beginning to end you know oh I love that so I tried to do that yeah um what else do you nurture your um like high profile high profile clients a specific way and when I say like nurture like do you how do you like keep in touch with them or keep you on top of mind is there anything that um, you do for that? You know what? No, I don't. Not because I don't want to. Just because I don't want to be annoying about it. Not that like mm-hmm. people are annoying about it. It's just like I know if they know about me, they will ask me like when they, they need something, you know, and I'm mm-hmm. happy to do it, like probably whatever they want. But um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really know. Okay. Ask them for anything or like, you know, like that, yeah. Gotcha. I mean, do you, do you do any nurturing for, um, like clientele that's not high profile, like your private events or wedding? Oh yeah. Like I'll go to, sometimes I get invited to my clients events and I'll go, like, I always talk to them on my Instagram. like, we're friends, you know, they always Mm -hmm. email me or ask me questions, like even like how to do things. And, you know, I always want to start a YouTube channel because I want to show people how to make the bottles, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm so shy. I have to start doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you are yeah. shy. To everyone listening, it's so funny because I always have my guests like send me like photos and like their bio and things. Yeah, and you even told me. Yes, no. Yeah, she doesn't have like a photo of herself anywhere. And I was like, girl, <laughs> like I can't find a photo of you anywhere. I'm and- like thinking, I'm like, 
um, okay, well, we're talking about the business, so she probably doesn't need any photos of me, so I'll just send the bottles. <laughs> but then you're like, um, can I get a pic of you? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I want to, you know, put the creative behind the business in the forefront because yeah. it's you who make it possible and it's mm. you that's doing all the work and, you know, paving the way for other creatives who are listening right now. So yeah, you should totally, you know, work on, not being so shy and putting yourself out there with your business so they can see a face with your brand and they can connect with you and your story. Right? Like I'm 37. Start, um, why am I so shy still? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I need to get over it. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> is there, are there any classes for that? I don't know. I'm sure there is. <laughs> I'll you know, it. <laughs> There's books, self-development books and things like that. Oh, yeah. But... I, I heard that in your podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to start doing that. <laughs> Perfect. Did you, um, bringing back up, like, you know, the Kylie famous 21st birthday bottle, and I found this out when we were, you know, direct messaging um, a couple mm-hmm. days ago. Yes. The day, the project and the client that was like the best day, you know, of your life or of your business mm-hmm. also turned out to be one of the most detrimental times in your business oh. as well. Um, no. And it seemed to, like it turned out to be one of your biggest, you know, mistakes that you made in business. So could you share exactly what that was with everybody who's listening and kind of tell the story of you know, that high and then go into the low um, and how you were able to grow from that experience. Yeah, I mean, it was that week when, of Kylie's birthday, August 10th, um, I forgot the year, <laughs> two years ago, I believe. Yeah, it was her mm-hmm. 21st birthday. 18, and I think, so, yeah. Yeah, and um, so she had a big, huge party. It was on every, like, news channel. It was talked about all over the world. Obviously, it was a very big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. And to have a bottle made for such a big celebrity on her 21st birthday and have it be like your bottle, it's incredibly amazing. Like mm-hmm. it could be, it could have been like any brand, you know, like famous brand. I mean, I'm not nowhere famous or anything like that, but it's just crazy how that yeah. happened. And she's very supportive of artists too, you know, and she posted on her Snapchat. And, um, yeah, it went from there. Like I started getting so many followers and, um, it was awesome. It's actually all that I wanted, like for my business, like, you know, like that's the day you you dream of, you know, like yeah, followers one by one, all these likes and everything like that. Like it went viral. And, um, yeah, that same week, <laughs> my Instagram got shut down. It got deactivated because you know, <sighs> I was resharing photos of her outfit and, you know, the bottle and things. And, you know, so yeah, I got deactivated because I was using um, Getty Images. And I guess, I don't know. I mean, everybody was doing it. You Like you said, when we talk, you know, like everybody. Yeah, like everybody, you always photos. see the, yeah, the Getty Images, yeah. the Getty Image logo on it. and Right. But I guess it was just like such a, a high profile event. You know, it's Kylie Jenner. Everybody was literally talking about that. Maybe it was just mm-hmm. like, you know unfortunate for me yeah because you yeah. I mean anybody listening like the they obviously have their watermarks on the photos because you're supposed to pay to use it, and right. license it you know but you know it. you would think like oh hey it's your bottle it's your product you know I can use this image right mm-hmm. I mean like 
I would think <laughs> that, but I, that's not the case now. Don't think that. Yeah. If you didn't take the picture, it's not your picture. Yeah. Yeah. And and everything's so, so strict now. So they deactivated your Instagram. And yeah. what did you do in that moment? So, like, you try to log in one day and then Ugh. you can't log in. So, like, what? what happened like how did you find out what the reason was i like literally got goosebumps right now just thinking about the day i haven't thought about that day since probably like a year ago and now i got goosebumps all over my body just thinking about it again oh man um yeah i was like what's going on i didn't know it was deactivated for at least like three four hours like, no, it's just an Instagram glitch, this and this and this. And then people started texting me like, hey, where's your page? Your your page shows that, that it's not active anymore. Like, we can't find you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Yeah, and then I started researching. Oh, and uh, my emails from Instagram, they obviously gave me warnings, but it was just my my business email was connected to my old jewelry business email. Oh, my goodness. I never so they even were reaching to out to you, letting yeah. you know, like, hey, you need to take this down. Hey, you need to take this down. If you don't take this down, we're going to take action. But you're just like, in, you're living in this high, right. you know, the high life of the moment. And you're just like, oh, everything's so good. I got to do this bottle with Kylie. And then you got these people like coming at you in an email that you don't even have access to anymore. Yeah. I know. And I was like, I didn't even know I still had that email. I totally didn't even realize. And um, I keep emailing Instagram saying hey like at least give me a warning you know this my this was my first thing I did wrong or whatever and they like we send you so many emails I'm like I don't even have one email not even one and I just started going back to my emails from like when I was in high school and then I finally <laughs> found it I'm they like, could have oh. sent you like a dm too you know like yeah no they don't do that <laughs> mm-hmm. Dang. I'm like come on I just started getting followers <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to everybody listening, I remember you had like over a hundred thousand followers. You, you had like a oh lot no of no, I, I wasn't that close, but I if, if if it didn't get deactivated, I'm pretty sure I would have. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I because I um I was a client of her and yeah. I got bottles to her. I mean, the main way that you, you didn't even have like a website or anything no. either. You always got, did all your orders through DMs. And I used to think in my head when I would message you like, girl, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this has to be so stressful going through all these DMs and emails. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, I can't believe that that, that happened. I mean, I, know. I guess a, a lesson, you know, that, one many lessons can be taken from this is like mm-hmm. obviously don't mess with getty images and yeah make sure always have a backup plan yeah make yeah. sure that you have um your don't emails getting images and don't mess with like like other brands without their permission you know yeah make sure you like have that. permission yeah. from the photographers you can, especially for high level mm-hmm. events yeah you could have gotten away with it before, but you know, now it's totally different. Yeah. And I think too, it might be something to think about even now as you're rebuilding kind of that, that following and whatnot, like creating, actually creating a website so that, you know, maybe they could have directly contacted you through your website and your website mm-hmm. would have been updated, you know, with your email. Um, and that way you have like that home base that people can still find you instead of relying on the platform like Instagram. Yeah, your only platform Mm -hmm. that people can find you and where you can get your business from right 
right? Yeah, always have a website. I mean, I still don't have a website. And the reason for me why I don't have a website is like, first of all, I want it to be right. But for me to sell liquor on a website, it's, it's a really hard thing to do, you know? You can't mm-hmm. just like, oh, hey, let me sell you a bottle of this, you know? Even though I'm yeah. not like really selling liquor, I'm selling my art. I'm decorating, mm-hmm. you know, your bottle. It's just still like very hard to do. So it's going to take time. Mm, so there's like that legality issue. Yeah. Um, like you have to be 21 and over, but yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I always ask, I always, always, always have to ask for ID. And the way my DM works is actually pretty awesome because once they send their ID, it's like, I have it on file. I'll delete it after, but at least I know that they know, I know like it was, it's there, you know, it's talked mm-hmm. about, it's asked, you know, and on the website, you can't really even check their IDs. So yeah. all they can do is just input like, oh yes, I'm 21, you know? Yeah. Or at least have the website, you know, as like your home base. It's good to have yeah. somewhere like people search for you. At least yeah, it's yeah. like a portfolio almost of all the bottles that you've done, mm-hmm. even like highlighting some of your services and they can just reach out to you and then yeah, you can sure. take it from that's there. What I've, you know? I, yeah. That's what I've actually been thinking about doing for a while, more like a portfolio website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. So what has it been like, um, pivoting and kind of taking, you know, losing your account and losing your online place of business and having to kind of start over? What has that transition been like? And how have you been able to kind of rise up from that downfall? I mean, I can't lie. It really sucked. Um, yeah, yeah, I can imagine I mean, when yeah. you told me that, like my heart, I like felt it. Cause I can't even imagine really? that. Yeah. I even told oh, my you husband didn't about know, it right? too. You're like, Hey, I've been looking for you. Yeah. I find you, right? Yeah. yeah. What did you tell your husband? No, I was just, I just told him what happened. Cause you mm. know, cause we both run the branding agency together. So he knew who you were from the bottles that we had. You oh, really? Create. Yeah. And as business owners and, you know, fellow entrepreneurs, like we know what, something like that, how devastating that can be yeah. for you, yourself, you know, your mental capacity, as well as just mm-hmm. like your business that had to really like impact your business a whole lot. So, you know, I'm interested to know how you were able to kind of transition and move forward and kind of rise up from that downfall. You know what I was, I was depressed for a while mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm like, okay, literally I have to start all over And it was really yeah. hard to build up that audience like it's not I know. easy. You have to and you got it. Every... You have all those high profile clients too that yeah. like, you know, follow you. And that was their base for keeping in touch with you too. So I can imagine. I know. Yeah. So imagine like losing them and everything. It's, it really sucked. Yeah. I was depressed. I can't, I don't want to like land and say, oh yeah, I got right back up and you know, everything was perfect. You just keep on hustling. No, I got depressed and um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to, not that I didn't want to do it anymore, but it's just like, oh man, growing that again. It's like, it's so hard, especially when you're not buying any followers, you know, like they're all like you earned all of them. Real you know, organic. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't buy any followers because I mean, what's the point is fake followers are not going to buy my bottles, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. There's no point of having them. But so I was depressed for a little while. And then um, since I didn't have Instagram anymore, um, actually I couldn't even make a new page. It's so crazy. It's like, I couldn't even make a new page with it's how they like just watch you, you know, I had to get really? a brand new phone. Yeah. I had to get a brand new phone and I hope they're not listening. 
yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to get a brand new phone and start another account. And I started another account is because uh, followers were actually emailing me, mm-hmm. emailing me about like orders and things like that. And at first I'm like, I can't do this. But then I'm like, you know what? They're motivating. They, they motivated me to start again and start a new page. I mean, it's not nowhere anywhere near where I was, but you know what? I still have my loyal followers. I love them. And I have 1,500 followers. And you know what? It's still awesome, actually. Oh, I love that. I mean, and even yeah. the fact that people were still emailing you. Yeah. So it's not like business kind of slowed down, I'm sure, but you were still getting business where I'm sure if this happened to some, you know, other people, business probably could have just like stopped. So you still had yeah. that kind of demand. Yeah, I did. And that's what I, that's what like got me up, you know, and it wasn't like mm-hmm. a week. It was like months. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. But you know, having a like lo- loyal fan base and you know, they really like motivate you and, you know, tell you nice things that you mm-hmm. need to hear, you know, even if it's, yeah. they don't mean to, you know, they'll say one thing and I'm like, Oh, that's so sweet. Like they'll say like, oh, I still have your bottle. It's been years. Like that makes me so happy. Or like, I haven't even opened your bottle. You know, it's just there on display. Like it just makes me so happy. Yeah. I feel like most people probably don't open your bottles because they're so, they're so pretty. And like, you know, they're usually created for a memorable moment. Yeah. But you know, like I, most of them, I create them in a way where you can still open it without ruining it. Oh. Yeah. So like the, like the um, Don Julio bottle, like there's a cap on top. You can totally open it and nothing is going to happen. It's there, nothing is going to ruin the design or anything like that. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. I didn't know that, but that's good to yeah. know moving forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't I know need to send you a bottle, by the way, maybe with your logo, with your podcast logo. Yeah, that'd be sick. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that later. I'll send yeah. you a too. When you obviously had to kind of step, make that step forward and kind of inform people that, you know, your account was closed, did you reach mm-hmm. out to your like current clientele, like send out an email at all or anything? Because I feel like if you haven't, you should definitely do that. Because like for me, like I'm just now finding out like, oh, yeah. you have a new account. I mean, I think it'd be good if you did some sort of email marketing or some sort mm-hmm. to, you know. Remind your yeah, customers I, that yeah, that would be that out. would be great if I would do that. Um, <laughs> but the the thing that I did was like if I if I remembered a follower or you know someone that I would talk to a lot, I'll just go follow mm-hmm. I'll go follow them and you know let them know what happened. Yes, I didn't have like a mass email that went out because I wasn't like so like sure of myself. Like again, you know, I was still down mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, and yeah. it's it's so weird because. I'm artistic, you know, so when I have to do the business side of things, it like, I don't know, I can't do both, you know? <laughs> you got to do both though, girl. I got to do both. Yeah, I got yeah. to do both. And I, I, I do do both because, you know, it's just me and, you know, I have an assistant that helps me out once mm-hmm. in a while. But, you know, I do most of the stuff myself, you know? It's just like so hard to go from being creative to like business mind right it away, is. you know? Yeah. 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 But so you have I find to myself do that stuck, but I still keep going. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's actually going to be one of my questions if you had like um, a team or people that help you. So it just sounds like it's just you and an assistant. Is it your, right. does your assistant help with like the uh, creative side of it or do they handle like the emails and things like that? Or do you have more people that you bring on depending on, you know, your uh, volume of orders? 
Yeah, I had more people before, you know, before everything happened. I had mm-hmm. like 16 people. Oh, but, wow. 16 yeah. employees? Yeah. <laughs> I know. But now it's just one sometimes because, I mean, my following is not all there right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I have 1,500 followers, so I can pretty much do things myself for now. Gotcha. You know, until it gets yeah. crazy again, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, no, I have faith that it will because yeah, what me too. you do you know, is- like, yeah awesome. it's it's just me it's me in my own head you know it's not anything mm-hmm. else like I know it it's not that I think it could be something big I know it's going to be and but it's up to me you know Absolutely. I have to have my mind there and mm-hmm. just do it yeah just like yeah. doing it and putting yourself in front of the the, the camera and putting yeah. your pictures uh-huh. exactly. and reaching out to your clients and things yeah. like that Absolutely. When someone hires you to create like the bottles, what does that process exactly look like? Uh, so, okay. Like, from, this, I'll go do through they it with reach them. Out like, to you? Okay. Yeah. They, they reach out to me. I'll go through it with them. Like they'll say, Hey, I want a bottle. Okay. Send me a picture of anything you like on my page. You know, um, mm-hmm. I'll, I can give you a price quote or just let me know about your party and what you're thinking, favorite colors, you know, things like that, who it's for. Um, the occasion, you know, any special effects you want to see on the bottle, like names, you know, birthdays, like, like if they say it's for a bridal shower, okay, do you have a theme? Like, I, I will literally, like, talk to my clients, like, for, for a long time, and, you know, ask them all these questions, you know, when's the event, like, what theme is it, um, they'll tell me the theme, I can get, give them ideas on what I can do, they can send me pictures of, like, um, like let's say they're having they have a cake right and mm-hmm. or an invitation they want me to match the font or like the colors or the whole look even that that's all I can do exactly that you know mm-hmm. or they'll just ask like hey would you recommend for like it's a guy's birthday um they don't like blingy stuff you know so I'm like okay yeah. like what do they do let's say they're a fire, firefighter and I'll just think of something you know like oh maybe hey, something firefighting you know like a red or you know, any little design details that I can add, they always love it. That's cool. Yeah. So it, it has like each bottle like has the, like the person it's for, it has them mm-hmm. in the bottle, you know? Yeah. What absolutely. they like, you know? Yeah. Like what they're going to want to see. Like, so it's very How long personal. does it typically each take bottle. to do the, the bottles? And then how do you like manage all the different bottles that you have to do at one time? Is there a certain oh. limit that you put or... How does that process of that, the production look like? No, there's no limit, but um, it, it really depends on just the design mm. and like how much detail they want it, how much bling. It's, it's really just matters like on the details. It could take anywhere from like um, an hour to like, I don't know, eight hours for one bottle. Mm. That's yeah. not bad at all. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just like, most of the time it's like lots of little bottles and, you know, like a hundred mini bottles with logos, you know, it, right. it'll take time days and like a week, you know, for that many, but you know, one bottle is just a couple of hours. And, you know, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Is yeah. there a specific way or process that you have for like the pricing of your bottles? So somebody listening right now wants to do something similar to you, but they don't know like, what to charge for what they're doing. What does that look like? Like, let's see, when I started, 
I wouldn't, I don't think I would charge like that much or, I mean, I still don't think it's very affordable in my opinion. Um, if, if I get a lot of feedback saying, if they're asking like for a certain price of a bottle and I get a little, a lot of feedback saying, Oh no, that's too expensive. Like I'll always lower the price. You're like, okay, maybe mm. it is. But I just, I just uh, price my bottles, what I think they're worth and you know, what I think I'm worth. But I okay. also, I also want to make it affordable for everybody, you know, I mean, not everybody, but you know, lots of people. I don't want it to just be for celebrities and you know, mm-hmm. I want it to be, for, I want everybody to have that experience, like with their name on the bottle, you know. So what does the price range of it typically look like? Okay, so for little bottles, for the mini bottles, they start anywhere from $15 and they go up to like 150 each for mini bottles. It just, again, mm. depends on the design. Right. So start from 15 to like 150 Um for large bottles, it starts at 150, and it goes up to at least 3,000. Is the m- most that I have done for bottles so far. Wow, what does a 3,000 dollar uh, bottle look like? What goes into that? <laughs> <laughs> lots and lots of bling. Yeah, and, a, and an expensive brand. Yeah. Mm, yeah, wow. but lots and lots. Like the whole bottle is bling, like Swarovski crystals, and yeah. Swarovski. Yeah. It's a lot of detail and, you know, the crystals are very sparkly and very expensive. <laughs> That's really cool. That's yeah, but I also, that. That's really cool. Yeah, I also like um, work with budgets. So let's say my client can't, you know, do a $150 bottle at the moment. So I'll just ask them like, okay, let me know what your budget is or what you, what you can work with. And I can take the same design. And, you know, just tone down a few design details to make it fit your budget. Right. So if there's like extra bling on the bottle, I'll just take some off. I'll make it look almost exactly the same, just with a few minor details, you know, something to make it fit their budget. So I always try to work with them. Ah, that's yeah. cool. And that's, that's yeah. good that you're still like, you're, you're not turning away business necessarily, but you're yeah. working with people's budgets and yeah, yeah. figuring out how you can still, you know, earn them as a client, but still do what works for them as well. Yeah. Because like, you know, like, let's say Don Julio bottle. So if I tell them, let's say if like, for instance, if it costs $300 with my design and I'm like, Oh, that's too expensive. I'd be like, okay, well, if you get another tequila bottle, like the price will drop $130. It's mm. just like you want a Don Julio, so I'm giving you the price with that included, you know? Yeah. So, but I give, I tell them that if they maybe change the brand, you know, it's going to be so much cheaper. And they're like, oh, okay. So, yeah, it, wor- it works with them. Gotcha. They didn't know do, that, you know? Do the celebrities and influencers that you work with, do they pay for your bottles or do they expect it for free? That's always like something that I hear from different creatives working with celebrities or with influencers. You got the people that kind of like expect everything for free or then you expect people that want a discount because they're, they are who they are or do they actually, you know, respect your business and pay for the services that you offer? You know, there's, there's both. Um, Yeah. Yeah. There's influencers that, they're always kind. They're always asking like, okay, like I'll buy it. Like how much is it? And to me that it's, it's a better opportunity for me to have the influencer post the bottle without mm-hmm. paying for it. You know, like yeah. if that's going to make you like just post it, I'd rather just have that, you know, 
because mm-hmm. and they're they're usually fine with it too like but they they do ask you know if they're cool they ask they always ask like yeah i'll pay for the bottle and things like that. there's some that don't they do expect it for free and actually if you do send it for free they don't even post it yeah you gotta there's, make sure that you put those those uh words down whether it's through a contract or just mm-hmm. like a you know message agreement email agreement like hey if i send this to you for free like you agree to post this here here and here yeah it's, it's when you're when you're like starting out it's so hard to do that because you think like hey they're reaching out to you right like mm-hmm. they're reaching out to you they're asking you for it so like you automatically assume that they will do it you know you don't have to ask them and like be annoying mm. about it you know but um I, I mean i learned that the hard way so <laughs> yeah but hey yeah. like you said you start out you learn you, but now you yeah. know and you do not you know kind of lose in the end you know how to set it up so that you can win in the end when you do offer things for free yeah yeah definitely definitely but I love working with influencers I mean like honestly if it wasn't like for them I I don't think I would be anywhere where I am today that's awesome yeah did you have any like mentors or like business coaches along the way or did you just kind of figure everything out or did you just take what you learned no I mean, whatever I knew was totally opposite of <laughs> what it was supposed to be. Yeah, I have a mentor. Yeah, I do have a mentor, like amazing mentor. Um, gives me business advice and yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, everyone, everyone should get one. It's hard, but <laughs> yeah. no, I totally I mean, agree. Yeah. Definitely yeah, have a mentor or hire a coach. I mean, that's what um, my husband and I did that several times. Oh, really? That's what, yeah, and that's what's helped us build, you know, our business to where it is. So definitely recommend doing that to anyone who's listening, you know, finding at least a mentor or, you know, investing in yourself and hiring a business coach that mm-hmm. has the expertise to get you to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Because you need to, like, look up to someone, you know? Yeah. And- you need someone to tell you if um, you're wrong sometimes, mm-hmm. which you're not going to be right all the time. You know, you need a teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, to me, it's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. One question that I always ask my guests is, how do you think we as a creative community can annihilate the status quo of the starving artist? Hmm. Are artists really starving anymore? <laughs> like, I feel like Instagram. Yeah. Like every artist is like <laughs> hustling, <laughs> making money, making bank. The, yeah, I mean, you have the ones that are, but there's so many yeah. that aren't. Like, I mean, yeah, thanks to Instagram, like all the artists are like out there and like grinding. Um, I just think that your your passion for your art, for your work needs to show in your product. And I think if you have that, like you're just, you'll be successful. But if you... If you don't have that passion, it will. Sh- I feel like it will show through your work. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good advice. Like my, I feel like my passion shows through my work, and yeah. I, I see a lot of <laughs> artists. You can see it. You can feel it. You know. Mm-hmm. So, no, passion, definitely passion. I love that. So, what is next for you? Next for me, growing my following. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, everybody listening, go ahead. Yes. I have her. I'm going to have her handle in the show notes. So make sure you give her a follow. She more than deserves it. So Aww, go follow her. Yes. Especially thank after you. what happened. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Thank you so much. That's so nice of you. Yeah, I would love more followers. 
Anything else? Any big projects or um, new clients that you're excited to work with or events that you're starting to work with? Um, at the moment, it's kind of hard, you know, with everything that's going on right now. Oh, so yeah, no that's events true. are really, <laughs> really happening. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit hard, but I'm sure, you know, we'll be out pretty soon. So mm-hmm. get to cool. go, get back to grinding. Yeah, I love that. Is there any yeah. um, last pieces of advice that you would like to share with the listeners? Um, you know, if maybe like if you're an artist and you, you know, want to know something or have a question, like, don't be, scared, don't be afraid to ask other artists, you know, don't be mm-hmm. afraid of okay. like getting maybe shut down or, you know, like by them not answering or whatever. You just try. There's a lot of people out there. I'm one of them that will just like, Hey, I'll let you know. If you want to know something, how to do something, just ask me. Don't be afraid Love to it. ask other artists either. It would be so kind nowadays. So. Yeah. I love that. We all got to stick together and rise up together and grow together. There's enough money out there for everybody to succeed and thrive. (laughs) This is like what I think why the beauty industry is so successful is because that's what they do. They collaborate with everyone. They, you know, post everyone. They like, right. All the makeup Mm -hmm. brands and like the influencers, they wear each other's makeup. They all collaborate. I feel like we all need to do that, you know, and not be like, scared like oh this person's gonna copy me or you know this is gonna do that like honestly like everybody just works together there's enough for everyone to go around yeah absolutely yeah well melena thank you so much yeah thank you so much for for your time and it's my first podcast (laughs) i love being with you girl yeah yeah so fun (laughs) Yeah, I'm so so excited for what's to come for you and everybody listening, go give her a follow, Um, check out her Instagram, check out her bottles. It's what she does is super cool and creative and beautiful. Um, What she creates is really the perfect gift for your clients and for your friends and family. So definitely check her out. You're the best. Thank you so much. And I'm so happy you're back to following me again. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) I know I made a lot of bottles for you, girl. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, listen to a couple more episodes, and share it with a fellow Gangstar creative. I would also be forever grateful if you left a review letting me know what you loved and what you'd like to hear more of. And as a thank you for leaving me a review, I'll gift you both my 10 ways to create a Gangstar brand PDF and 5 ways to boost your online sales PDF. Just screenshot your review and DM me the picture on Instagram at Devonna Stimson and I'll send it right over to you. Until next time, cheers to annihilating the status quo of the starving artist.